I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, August 30th, and I hope you're having a good day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. We welcome our listeners on the radio app, those on the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And those who are watching today on Facebook and YouTube, I hope you're having a great day. And we are looking forward to a great time on the broadcast. We're also looking forward to a great time tonight uh, in our service. It's Wednesday, and we're looking forward to church tonight, 7 o'clock our prayer meeting and Bible study tonight at 7. Uh, we're in the book of Revelation. I'm looking forward to that. I started last Wednesday, Revelation 19, and that is one of the, in my opinion, one of the richest chapters in all of Revelation where we see Jesus Christ coming back. Uh, this time, He's not coming to Calvary. He's coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so I'm looking forward to that. We'll have our master clubs tonight. We'll have our teens on target. And uh, it's going to be a great time together. We're looking forward to the service tonight. Uh, we had a great time this morning at the school. We had our school chapels. Uh, Brother uh, David preached to our high school. Brother Jeremiah preached to the elementary. Both those men did a good job. And uh, Brother Nathan and I, we were there. We were leading singing and pledges and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, it was a wonderful day. And uh, I'm thankful so much for that school. I hope you'll pray and uh, put it on your prayer list. Put a reminder somewhere uh, every day to pray for God's blessing upon Victory Christian Academy. Let's pray for all of our schools that are back in session now. All of, I think everybody, I think even the colleges, the last of the colleges, I think got started yesterday and today. And I hope you'll be much in prayer for all of our students and teachers uh, for a wonderful, wonderful school year. We're looking forward to the service tonight. We're looking forward to a great day Sunday, uh, Sunday evening, Brother David's preaching. And then we've got our welcome fellowship for Brother Daniel. And uh, we're having ice cream and all the toppings. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, sometimes you say, well, I don't like ice cream. Well, just get a bowl full of toppings. You know, that's real healthy. You know, chocolate syrup and M&Ms and uh, whipped cream on top. And, oh, it's going to be, it won't be healthy, but it'll be good. And uh, we're looking forward to it. At one point, I was a little nervous. I thought, well, what if it's, what if it starts getting a little cool outside? Friend, it's not getting cool outside. Uh, today, it is muggy. And uh, so I think we're going to enjoy ice cream on Sunday. I think it's going to be plenty warm. And I think it'll be perfectly appropriate uh, to eat ice cream. I'm not saying it's healthy, but I'm saying we're going to enjoy it. And uh, we'll look forward to a great day on Sunday. Uh, happy birthday today to Scott Hall. Scott, hope you have a great day. Happy birthday to Tommy Hedgepath Jr. And then a happy uh, anniversary today to Jacob and Kendall Dixon. And a happy anniversary today to Alva and Nola Newell. This is their 50th wedding anniversary today, and uh, I'm sure some of the others may be listening at different times, but I know that Alva and Nola, I know that they listen to the winning side, and so I hope you folks have a wonderful, wonderful uh, 50th anniversary today. God bless you. I shared on Sunday uh, the comment that uh, Brother Alva made. Uh, I said, well, well how, how does it feel? And uh, I asked him some, a question like that. I forget if those are the exact words. And 
He said, it just seems like it's gone so quickly. And uh, by the way, I'm telling you, life goes fast. And uh, cherish those days and those, those years. And uh, thank God for every year. Thank God for every day that he gives us life. And if you're, if you're tuned in today and you're married, I hope you'll thank God for your spouse. And, and uh, thank God for what you have. And uh, do not take those years uh, for granted, for sure. We're going to uh, ask you today to pray for our church, our school, our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries. Uh, let's pray for one another, and uh, let's pray that God will use this broadcast to be a help and a blessing to somebody today. We're going to uh, go to a song. After the song, we'll get into our Bibles in Hebrews 11. But here's a great song uh, by the Higher Praise Trio, Lord, I'm Thankful. Some testing and trials Felt like a detour that went on for miles But standing here now looking back I can say, Lord, I'm thankful Some storms I thought I would never survive But here I am feeling so strong and alive The darkness is past and the morning is bright And I'm thankful Lord, I'm thankful like David after Goliath, like Paul and Silas after the jail. I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful, thankful like Noah back on dry ground, thankful like Lazarus finally unwound. Every beat of my heart wants to pound. I'm thankful, Lord, I'm thankful. I've battled giants of failure and fear, shadows of doubt where my hope was unclear. But all along, Lord, you were hovering near, and I'm thankful. All the sins of my past were a thundering roar that echoed the guilt that I could not ignore. But it's nailed to the cross, and I hear it no more, and I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful like David after Goliath, like Paul and Silas after the jail. I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful. Thankful like Noah back on dry ground. Thankful like Lazarus finally unwound. Every beat of my heart wants to pound. I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, I'm thankful like David. Silas after the jail. I'm thankful like Daniel after the lions. Lord, I'm thankful. Thankful like Noah back on dry ground. Thankful like Lazarus finally unwound. Every beat of my heart wants to pound. I'm thankful. Lord, I'm
Amen for that. Aren't you glad for uh, all that God has done? And I hope that you are thankful uh, for God's goodness. You say, well, Thanksgiving is not till November. You're exactly right. But uh, what a shame it would be to wait for one month out of the year to be thankful uh, for God who daily loadeth us with benefits. God is so good. And I hope you're thankful today uh, for what you have. And uh, the Bible says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I usually will mention this with uh, young people when we're talking about the will of God. You want to know how to be in the will of God today? then be thankful for what you have. This is the will of God. This is God's will for your life and for mine to be thankful. And uh, one of the greatest enemies of, of being thankful is when uh, we start to compare. Uh, I've said it like this. I think we, you've heard it before, but the greatest enemy to contentment is comparison. Uh, boy, you're happy. You're fine. You, you're doing good until you see somebody else has something better than you and you start to compare. That's not a good idea. Just be content, the Bible says, with uh, such things as ye have, for he hath promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Well, we're in Hebrews 11 today. We're looking at this uh, Bible character by the name of Noah, and uh, I think you know about him. Um, uh, by the way, this was not planned that we're talking about Noah while there's a hurricane headed our way. I, I think we're going to be okay. I think we'll get some rain. I don't think it'll be uh, anything too much, and we could use some rain for sure. But uh, Noah was a man who experienced the worldwide flood. And number one, we said he was a man of faith because he heeded the warning. God gave him a warning. The Bible says in verse 7 that Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, he moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. We see, number one, the warning. Number two, I want you to notice today, Noah's work. The Bible says that he moved with fear. Now, uh, moved is an action word. It's a, a past tense. He moved. He he. he did not stay stationary. He did not stay still, but he got busy. He did something. And can I tell you, in the Christian life, knowing is not enough. Uh, action is so important. Action is so necessary because you can know you're supposed to read your Bible. But if you never read your Bible, then knowing is not enough. Uh, you can know that you're supposed to pray, but just knowing is not it. You've got to actually do it. You've got to move. You've got to get busy. I think it's in the book of Habakkuk. I love that passage, but it, it talks about, no, excuse me, it's in the book of Haggai. When the children of Israel were needing to rebuild the temple, and they, they didn't. They built their houses. They did their own thing, but they just kept saying, we'll get around to it. Uh, when it's convenient, when it's later, we just don't have time, we're too busy, blah, blah, blah. Well, can I tell you, the Christian life is a life of action. You say, well, I thought we were saved by faith, and I thought Jesus did all the work for us on the cross, and he did. We're not working to get saved, we're working because we are saved. We're not working towards salvation, but we're working from salvation. We're working because there's work to do. Jesus said, the night cometh when no man can work. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Uh, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. What do laborers do? They work, they get busy. And so Noah, he moved to action. We used to sing that song in children's church, obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Well, that song says, action is the key. Do it immediately, joy you will receive. Now, I have a child, uh, my wife and I have five children, but I have a child that I'm uh, particularly thinking about right now who is very sweet, 
and she says the right things. But when you tell her to do something, her first reaction is to think about all the things she wants to do while she's on her way to do what she's supposed to do. And there will be times where I will uh, find her and I'll say, now, what did mommy tell you to do? Uh, what did daddy tell you to do? And she'll say, well, I was going to do it, but I had to do this first. And you know the answer. You know where I'm going. That's not really obedience. Delayed obedience is not obedience. When God speaks, we ought to listen and we ought to respond. And I'm glad that Noah didn't wait. I'm glad he didn't put it off because that was a, a, big, a big project. It took a lot of time. Noah couldn't wait till the night before to build an ark. He had to get busy immediately and obey, and he did. Number one, we see the warning. Number two, we see the work. The Bible says he moved with fear. Now, this word fear is not a, a terror. This is not a torment. Oh, he was so scared. This word fear is a devout and a godly fear. He had enough respect for God. He had enough reverence for God that Noah said, I'm going to do what God said because of my respect, because of who God is, I'm going to obey. This was a, a fear, I believe, of the consequences uh, of not obeying God. Sure, he had a respect and a, a reverence, but he also said, you know, if, if God's telling me to do this, I think there's a reason for it. I think God's trying to protect me from something. I think God's trying to uh, spare me for something, from something. And, and by the way, God did spare him. Without that ark, no one in his family could not have been saved. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, we're in Hebrews 11, but Hebrews 12 and uh, verse number uh, 28. Let me read the verse for you. The Bible says, uh, wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That's a great way to serve God with reverence and godly fear. Uh, I want to ask you this question uh, today as we talk about this work that Noah did. He moved with fear. He got busy. He had a reverence and a respect for God. But here's my question for you today. Does your faith move you to do anything? The Bible says by faith, Noah being warned of God. Uh, it was Noah's faith that moved him. It was Noah's faith that motivated him. And friend, if, if my faith does not move me, if my faith does not motivate me, if my faith does not challenge me to do something for God, then I think there's a problem with my faith. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm not saying that, you know, you don't have enough faith to be saved. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying this. We ought to have so much faith, believing God, even when we can't see it, even when we can't understand it. We ought to have enough faith in the Word of God that that faith moves us, it motivates us, it challenges us to do something for God. Uh, I tell you this, I want to do something for God. I want to have faith in God and believe that what God has said is true and what God has said He will do, it will happen. And I hope that helps you today as we uh, consider this man Noah. We'll talk more about him tomorrow, uh, but let's have faith like Noah and let's be moved. Let's be motivated. Let's do something for God uh, because of our fear, our reverence and our respect for God. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless you. On the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? 
We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.